That's right. We are here once again, my friends, live back in action. As always, Wednesday Night Live, third and three podcast. Here we are, proudly presented by the Sports Column. Shout out to Frankie Fear over there. Make sure you get over to thirdandthreepodcast.com for all the goods, the articles. We'll tell you about Reebok, Meatworks, and Beer Drop. Other stuff coming up. All sorts of great, beautiful, wonderful things. Like my co-host over here. Great, beautiful, wonderful, the talented Nikki Gist. What's happening, girl? What's up? How are you guys? D's still going. He's still like, <laughs> dancing over there. I love He's it. He's getting that energy going. He's ready. I know. We need it. I should have. Actually, I was debating. You know, sometimes you have coffee a little too close to bed, and then you're up all night. It's like uh-huh. that awkward hour for me. Ah, uh, yes. I'm with you guys. I'm good. Go for the decaf. Got to go for the decaf. Tastes just as good. It does. Do that if you have to do it. I don't know. For some reason, I can drink coffee like real late at night and still sleep like a baby. I don't know. Really? I'm one of those weirdos. Yeah. I'm strange. But I'm weird in a lot of different ways. But what, what can you say? But at least yeah, you, you guys have hung on to me for two plus years now. My man, <laughs> my brother over here. What's good, partner? Oh, man, I was disappointed. When you started off with the beautiful co-host, I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I did say yeah. both. I did say what? both, but it was really right to start out with Nikki the female, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm excited, man. Another great Wednesday night. We're getting closer and closer to the football season. Yeah. It's starting to smell in the air. It's starting to yeah. smell a little bit. It's getting there. More talk going on. That's right. It's happening. Yeah, things are going on. We have OTAs now, people reporting, not reporting to camp. Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, um, obviously Aaron Rodgers, other players. So, yeah, plenty of stuff to get through with that as we go on along with the offseason over here and plenty of stuff to get to today. As you guys know, we always have a whole bunch of variety. We got a whole bunch of different things going on. We're going to do a little bit of this and that. We're going to talk about the Pro Bowl. They're looking to make changes to it. Early MVP candidates. We're just going to throw a few names out there. Of course, we got knowledge with Nikki. Our not play a play this week is top superpowers that we'd like to have. And we'll see how creative we got with that. And then we're going to talk a little bit about teams that didn't make the playoffs in 2021 that we think just might or will, as a matter of fact, if we want to put a stamp on it this early, that will actually make the playoffs in 2022. So, as we get to it, like I said, we have a lot to get to. Uh, my name is Jason Fearman. I'm the sports prophet. Sometimes, let's see if that goes on um, as the NBA playoffs continue. We got game five coming up tonight, D, so that will be interesting. Miami and Boston. Dallas managed to steal one um, at the end and, you know, avoid the actual sweep. Maybe it'll be a gentleman's sweep. So, we'll talk a little uh, round ball roundup at the end. But uh, we do have to start here, and I hate when this happens because we – been doing the show for like, I don't know, two and a half, two plus years, whatever it's been. <clears throat> and it feels like so often we've started out on a sad note, like way more times than I can remember. And we have to, all we can do at this moment is send our condolences, our prayers and our thoughts to those who were affected by the shooting, 19 children dead and two teachers in Robb Elementary in in Texas. I believe it's Uvalde. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm um, not pronouncing that correctly, but um, we do have to go there because we do care at third and three. And um, I've been a teacher for years. I'm not now. Nikki's mom is. Um, I have friends are, but it's not just about schools. It's, you know, what happened in Buffalo. It's it, it just goes on everywhere. And we can have a whole show about this, but we're not going to. <clears throat> I think we can all just speak our piece real quick about it. And um, I don't know if you guys saw Steve Kerr. His, yes, I saw that. Yeah, very powerful, and he mm-hmm. 
basically echoed exactly what I was thinking and talking about, um, you know, prior to that. And when I saw it, I couldn't, I was just like, like really welling up, like it was really hard to hold it back. And it's, it's hard now just thinking about it. It's not just the people who are dead. It's the families. And you multiply that by the amount of people, the, the mothers, the fathers, sisters, brothers, aunts, uncles, grandparents, friends, all that stuff who now have to suffer through this. What is the answer? I don't know. But, you know, what he said about the Senate holding back on having this, because all they want to do is make money. We're not going to get into all that shit, but we know that something needs to be done. And he's right. I'm tired, just like him, of sitting up here and saying, I'm so sorry this happened. I wish, you know, God, for this, you know, all this stuff, as opposed to there being action taken. And it makes me just realize as much as I love doing the sports show with you guys, there are so many more important things in life than whether it's sports or going to the beach or making money or whatever the hell it is. This shit is amazing how it can just happen at any time, anywhere. It happened down the block from where I was working in Florida just a few years ago when they went at Douglas. Um, and I couldn't believe it. I mean, we were just shook. I, I don't, I'm at a loss of words, Nikki, but at the same time, I have a whole lot of words that I'm not going to use to say right now because I could take up the two hours easily. I, I just I, I give up on trying to even understand the mentality of how this happens. But I do know that something needs to be done in the household with the parents and in school. They're going to have to start changing around the curriculum and teaching kids what's right and what's wrong, not what happened in 1492 when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I know we really could fill um, an entire show about this. I. It was like a little hard to sleep last night, you know, and I, of course, text my mom like right away. And, you know, I worry about my you know nieces and nephews, and I'm sure so many people do. And they have friends and family who are teachers. And it's like, OK, first of all, I mean, they essentially have to act like what law enforcement now. Well, I'll tell you, they don't get paid like that. So and I mean, Jay, you know that like it's a thankless job. And, you know, I worry. We all worry. And I, I don't know how many more times does this have to happen. Like, what else has to happen? I mean, we were talking before we got out. I mean, you can't even go to the grocery store. Somebody might lose their shit, and you're just trying to, like, get your groceries for the week. It's it's no. sick. It's disgusting. I wish I wish I knew. I wish I had the answer, but I, I, I don't. And we're not trying to be insensitive. We will segue from this, but it is weighing heavy on all of us. And I do hope that we can laugh and lighten things up over the next hour or so and try to feel a little bit better. Yeah, that's definitely our plan. We're going to definitely try to shut our minds out from it, from the time being, just so we can have fun and give you guys a good show. And, you know, we can have some fun over here. But, yeah, D, this is where our heads and our hearts are at. And we can't help it. And you even were a substitute teacher. I don't know if you can imagine somebody running in with a gun. Like, what? again, what your first thought, your first action would be. Like, I thought about... If I was in a position to do something, would I do it? I, I would say, yeah. But then you wonder in the moment, like, wow, what would you really do? I mean, it, it's, it's it's insane. And you actually have, you know, a background, a military background where I'm not saying that you would say you would know exactly what to do in a situation like that. But even you, somebody who's got that would probably be scared shitless at the moment. Of course. Yeah. No, nah, it's no one outside of like law enforcement is really trained for that situation, especially not teachers. And it's just so sad, man, because it's going to turn political. It's already turned political. Somebody reported that this kid that did the shooting was illegal, or they reported that he stole the guns instead of buying them, which we found out was false. They actually did purchase the weapons. Um, and 
instead of concentrating on what the main issue is, they're trying to direct the narrative towards something else. Oh, he got bullied in school and that's why he felt this way. Those kids had nothing to do with what happened to him when he was in school. Right. Uh, those right. teachers had nothing to do with that. And it's something that we talked about, like mental health on this show. And again, I've always come back to this point. We're all dealing with something, right? And we want to find ways for people to deal with those issues in a healthy way. But I don't want to get to the point where we can't touch on things because someone says, I'm mentally ill. And that's just an excuse for everything. There's mm -hmm. no excuse for this. There's no excuse for killing anyone. There's no excuse for killing elderly people shopping at a Buffalo grocery store, people going to church, kids at school. There's no excuse for any of it. And uh, you mentioned Steve Kerr. Like, I definitely got choked up last night watching that for sure. Um, and I'm getting choked up now talking about it. It's something has to change, man. And yeah. we've talked about how other countries seem to go on just fine without the crazy right to bear arms. And I know that's contra that's controversial to a lot of people. Like they love to have their guns, but Australia and the United Kingdom, many parts of it go on just fine. Without the right to bear arms, they haven't had mass shootings since the 90s. And for some reason, we just have to have that right. And I, you mentioned I was in the military. I've never owned a military-grade weapon. There's no need to. Mm. So why is that available for people? Just so they can say they have it? Like, there's no need for it. And it's, it's so useless that these tragedies happen and that we still have to do this. And we've done it countless times. Like you said, we've been doing this show now for two plus years and I've lost track of how many times we've had to start off the show talking like this. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah it's, it's tough, man. I just, hopefully one day something will change, but unfortunately I don't think so. It's going to take us, it's going to take us as a people again to make a movement and you can compare it to any movement that you want, but it's going to take all of us to say, you know what, enough is enough and we just can't be selling guns to 16 year old kids in Texas or wherever while they back buy a pack of bubble gum. And I'm not trying to be funny over here. I mean, they, it is insane how easy it is to get a gun. And if you are mentally ill, you should not have a gun. I mean, the death rate by guns in, in the United States, I think is the second highest total next to Brazil. And then after that, it's 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 insane, and you, everybody calls America like the greatest country in the world. In so many ways, it is, but we got to deal with this sort of stuff all the time. I mean, all the time, it happens so much that it's almost we get immune, we get numb to it, and we move on to the next thing because it's almost commonplace, and that's freaking absolutely ridiculous. And you know what? Look, we can all three of us keep going off on tangents over here, but. It's amazing. Mikey's saying he's got a few things to say for a show tomorrow, and uh, we'll definitely be listening to that, Mike, for sure, man. But all of us to just we've we've had enough, and you know now it's time to really put something into action and and show that. Got, listen, guns say people use them for protection, but the more guns that are out there for protection, the more pop, the more the more violence that could happen. So I'm just saying again, it's it's not like you said you don't need a gun. You don't need to have a gun. That's the bottom line, and so many people do, and it gets us in terrible situations. All right, um, 
let's move on, guys. Let's try to have some fun over here. Hopefully they will change the curriculum in school. That's one thing I'm looking forward to them doing. And maybe, again, I, t- I joked, I, I kind of joked about this with you guys. Maybe it was on a Mount Play Player many, many months ago about violence on TV. I don't know. Maybe there's something to that, too. All right. I'm really not sure. Okay. But. I mean, you know, I look at my mom's comment. You know, they, she says they have certain plans in place to follow. And I mean, like, that's crazy. You're just going to teach. She teaches, you know, what? I think fifth grade. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Um, But elementary school kids and you got to worry about it's just right. I don't know. And how do those kids go back to school? They were remember Columbine happened. I was in I think it was a freshman. It was either in eighth grade. No, I think it was a freshman in high school, maybe eighth grade. But I just remember you know, you're just like, everybody's like, oh, a list is out, a list, right? That was the thing when we were in school. And then like, that wasn't cool, but people were doing that. And then they, the school had to take that seriously. And I just remember going like, oh my God, like, wait, I might not be safe here at school. It it just. No, that's crazy. crazy. I mean, the days when it was just the worst thing that we had to do was follow the fire escape in case there yeah, was a fire, escape. fire drill. Yeah. And now we have to follow, God forbid, somebody comes in with a gun. I mean, we, I don't know, we put a metal detector around every single store and school and company in the world. I don't know what to do. I don't it's, know what to do. Yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. You mentioned our substitute teacher. My first day as substitute teacher, we had a bomb threat. And oh. I had to take the kids outside and they had the police came and like it was like SWAT and everybody came to like check the bill and everything and you know, good thing everything turned out okay, and maybe just you know some kid trying to, you know, have some type of prank and thought it was funny. But the fact that this was that's what I was substitute teaching now. That was twelve years ago, and now it's a thing that teachers have to be cognizant about. That they have to know about bomb right. drills and, like your mom said, actor shooter drills. And that's they shouldn't have to think about that. Like their purpose should be teaching the kids and trying to have an impact to where these kids can be, you know, just grow up to be great adults. And the fact that now you got teachers who there was, I think we talked about on this show where it was a rule that, you know, they were going to have armed teachers. Like a teacher shouldn't have to think about that where they're like, Oh, should I bring a gun to school to protect me and my students? Like it's, that's yeah, out of that. that is that's overblown that that should exactly that should never even have have to be a thought and it is and you're right yeah columbine feels like it, it started everything and it just keeps rolling over and rolling over and again nothing gets done i i just i just it boggles my mind again I, I, please start in the home with your children and please the teachers you know god bless you in school but not not the teachers, but you know the ones who make the books, who make the textbooks. Let's have different books. Let's update it. Let's not go back to the 1958 version or whatever the hell they were teaching. Then let's upgrade the curriculum to real life to what's going on right now. Okay, they don't need to know every detail about Ponce de Leon and finding the Fountain of Youth or whichever one of those explorers are. It's not that important. It's really not. The things that are important are real life things that they're witnessing on TV every single day. And when we were their age, six, seven years, I've never in a million years thought about something like that. Never thought about anything like that. And now, now we have to. All right. All right, guys, let's try to move on over here. And uh, let's do some, let's do some sports. Let's do some uh, neighborhood news. Let's get into this action right now. Let's try to get a little music playing in the background over here. 
and have a little fun. All right, let's move it on. Let's move it on. Yeah, a little bust of rhymes from back in the day. All Check right, it. all right. Bring it up the mood. Bring up the energy. Yes. I know it's tough, but um, hopefully we can make you guys laugh for the next. Yes, hopefully we can. Yeah, before sports, real quick, I just had, was it you guys I was talking to about the word follower, like on social media? Was that us or was I talking to somebody else about this? No, it might have been somebody else. Okay, because I hate that word. Like, they should change it to, like, um, companion or supporter or advocate or friend or contact. Like, follower means, like, it's like, like, that person is like Jesus or something, and you're an apostle, and you're, like, following them. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I don't like I like my apostles. Keep them following. <laughs> like apostles. All my apostles. Keep them all. <laughs> I, I'm finally at, like, at like 2040, so keep all my apostles. Thank you. I appreciate every one of you. The followers are one. I don't know. I just don't like that word. Like, oh, I follow him. Like, I don't follow him anywhere. I don't follow her anywhere. It's just we're contacts on social media. That's what we are, D. I don't know. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. It is kind of weird to say, like, I have this many followers. Like, I have, yeah. I have, I have this many people who enjoy my content. Uh, so I guess, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's a, a good thought project to come up with a different word for it for people that that enjoy your content and tune into what you have to say. And for me, like my, you know, my videos or whatever, and Nikki's Nikki's could be like the reality TV, whatever it yeah. is, <laughs> like whatever your particular content is, I think it should be something that's aligned with that. Maybe that makes sense. We're like, they're following their religion, 140 letters at a time. Yeah, that pretty much has become these people's religion. I swear to God, that social media, this social media, that. If it wasn't for the show, I would not be on social media. I swear to God, there was no shot. I want no part of it. I don't want, I don't want it. I don't like it. Get it off my plate. I don't want any part of it. What's up, Nathan? Chris, what's up? What's up? We love it. Got our peeps in the house. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, change that follower thing. Elon Musk, he just bought that shit, so... Switch it up, baby. Switch he didn't. He didn't buy it. Oh, he didn't buy it. What happened? Oh, you see, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't, so something happened. Some people saying they don't think he had the money because he was at. Yeah, at first he was supposed to buy it for like forty-four million dollars, but then the Tesla rate went down, and now his oh. net worth isn't as much, so he doesn't have forty-four million or forty-four billion with a B. Yeah. Just B. throw at Twitter. Uh, so we'll see, man. I was looking forward to it. I, I enjoyed the jokes. Like he was saying, he was gonna, you know, buy all the gems and make. Uh, for yeah, he's saying Richard died trying the soundtrack at all the gyms. Right. Yeah. I, enjoy, I enjoy Elon Musk, uh, you know, for what he is. I'm not going to take him seriously. But if yeah. he did buy Twitter, it'd be interesting. <laughs> it would be. All right. Well, we'll see. I don't know. If I had the money, I'd buy Twitter. I would definitely get rid of the follow words over there. But anyway, all right. Let's talk about some sports action over here. I love Buster Rhymes. All right. Neighborhood News is brought to you by Meatworks. If you are a meat lover like I am, Ah, you love that custom butcher style steak, ribs, burgers, and all that good stuff. Then I got good news for you. All you got to do is get over to thirdand3podcast.com and click on the Meatworks link to choose from one of their curated boxes or create one of your own and get it delivered to your house. Shipping is free. Save yourself the time, effort, and the money as you can save on all that sweet beef you love by simply going to Third and 3 Podcast. Go to our website. Go over to Meatworks, click it, get the discount. We'll hook you up. That's what we're going to do. All right, here we go, guys. Football time. Time for sports. Let's do it. 
early MVP candidates out there. Yes, we're not making any predictions right now. We're just yeah, talking. I don't because- understand. Jay's always like, all right, let's go. Super Bowl winners. Yep. Like I want it now. I want it now. That's the thing. When you're a prophet, you want to see how good the other prophets are in the house. You know, Listen, so that's I don't cool. claim to be the prophet. You got to well, look a lot with that. Twitter handle right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got things to live up to apparently, so I'm going to try at least. But <laughs> no, so I was checking him out, and I think uh, let me get this up over here. It was Josh Allen was certainly at the top, Patrick Mahomes, but I was trying to think of like guys like maybe outside the box. I mean, do you know that there has never been a wide receiver who's won the MVP ever, ever? Not even Jerry Rice never won the MVP in the NFL. Like to me, that's a little bit, that's a little crazy. I mean, yeah, you okay. Were saying- you would think Jerry would have gotten one with some of those years that he had for yeah. sure. Uh, the Calvin Johnson year comes to mind where he almost had right. a thousand yards. So, yeah, it's a couple of years where he definitely could have made a case for our receiver to get it. Cal- Cooper, Cooper Cup, Cup last, last year. year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cooper Cup, yeah. Yeah, last year you could have got it. But So, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, they're both tied for first plus 700, then Brady, then Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott. Lamar Jackson, Kyla Murray, Deshaun Watson, Jalen Hurts, Derek Carr. Are we seeing a pattern over here? Yes, they're all quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. What a freaking shot. Really. They got Derek Henry uh, mixed in there with Cooper Cup and uh, Jonathan Taylor. But one of my out-of-the-box ones, because now it's becoming such a big passing league, Nikki, and you'll like this because they're your Bengals. What I think Jamar Chase would have a shot at actually winning an MVP. In the oh, next I like that. I like that. Right? I, I can see this dude getting close to like 2,000 yards maybe, right? I can, especially with him and Joe Burrow hooking up for another year. I do like right. that. It's just that they'll never win it. So it's like kind of sucks because you would – didn't we talk about this? Like give the quarterback one award yes. and then give it to somebody else. Like it just yes. – they never – you know, they never win it. So it sucks. But I do like that. Right. You know, it's like the thing is – is if uh, Mike said, I'm still rooting for Liquor Works to be a thing. He's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Mike. <laughs> funny. Oh, man. So, um, yeah, Jamar Chase. Look, but that's the thing. Like, Nikki's right. Like, if Jamar Chase has a huge year, D, then they're going to be like, oh, Burrow, look what he did. You know, he threw for 4,500 yards and this many touchdowns, yada, yada. But would he have done that great without Jamar Chase? Would Montana have done that great without Jerry Rice? Or, you know, uh, Brady with Randy Moss that year? Maybe that's a bad example. But you know what I'm saying. No, definitely. A wide receiver, I think, should win one one year. It's going to be – it's got to be like a record-breaking season, though. The first wide receiver to get 2,000 yards yeah, will be the one to do it. It had to be something like that. Like with running backs, usually they have 2,000 yards when they win MVP. And yeah. in the year Derrick Henry did it, oh, he still God. didn't get MVP. That was uh, so, Yeah, it has to be something special outside of the ordinary for one of these positions to get it. Um, and what about a defensive player? I know Lawrence Taylor got hmm. one back in the day. What about a defensive player going crazy with sacks? Like if a TJ Watt, for TJ example, Watt. breaks the record for sacks and goes nuts. Yeah. Can't but he did really it. Still didn't get it. Yeah. I guess it's about <laughs> giving it to Aaron Rodgers. That's pretty much the bottom line. Like they give it to Aaron Rodgers when TJ Watt breaks it. They give it to Aaron Rodgers when Derrick Henry runs for 2,000 yards. Like, yeah, let's just give it to Aaron Rodgers. Who gives a shit? We're all good. How about if you got it the previous year, you're not eligible, no matter what you do. Can't get oh, it the like next it. following year. I don't you know, like that. You don't have some people that are going to double up and have even a better year, though. So you're, yeah, yeah, you have to have them eligible for the two in back to back. Gotta be able. Gotta be able. Sorry, why? Nick, gotta disagree with you on that one. Why? Because why if you're that great, you, you could still play great. You just can't win it again. 
but yeah, but I don't know. That's not fair. Like Brett Favre won it three years in a row. Like I can understand. Like oh, give it to somebody else. But this isn't like the next player up award type of thing. It's like who's the freaking best? But I do agree that quarterbacks should be totally separate. I mean, the last time a quarterback didn't win was what twenty twelve. Adrian Peterson was yeah. that the year that he ran for for two thousand. Yeah, Peterson before him. I think Sean Alexander, Ladainian Tomlinson, but. Yeah, not too many. I mean, like, think fits. about what Adrian Peterson had to do. He had to come off an ACL. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> and run for 2,000 yeah. yards and carry Christian Ponder to the playoffs to yeah. win MVP. <laughs> so you that's have to do a lot to win MVP as if you're not a quarterback. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, look, yo, even a kick, a wide receiver's never wanted. Even a kicker has wanted, uh, wanted before. Mark Mosley from Washington, the Redskins back in the day, a kicker won MVP of the league. I mean, blah. <laughs> all over myself. Gosh, that's all. They did like a tandem award. Like if a quarterback and a wide receiver had a phenomenal Ooh, year. I like that. I like that. Like the Aaron Aaron Hands Award or something like that. Something yeah. like that. I'm sure. A, that's a good new award. I like that. The, the best tandem award. I do like. And that. where did it come from? Third and three podcasts. Like it all comes from. Of course, yeah, we'll hear about it tomorrow. And if I'll find a sponsor for it, yeah. Right. We've had the Aaron like Hands Award in the works for the past three months, and we're bringing it out today. Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> yeah. And we should. It should be any type of tandem. Like if there's a dominant defensive end tandem, like yeah. just best tandem period. There should be that. We should. We're gonna have like that it. award on the Thirty Three Podcast Awards at the end yeah. of the season. There you go. And if, right. they, if they do have it for the official ones, cool. But you come to us for your awards anyway. So that's right. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna get mad if that ends up being a real thing. Oh, I'll just play like, on ESPN's social media all over the place. That'll be it. They're already taking our intro song. Have you guys noticed that for the past month they've been playing? Yeah. This is how we do it. I, I'm, I'm fed up with them. I really am. They, they're bothering me. I'm going to have to write my own lyrics to the song and, you know, give them something real good over here. But You've been fed up with them for? For a long time. Yeah. 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 That's the worst four-letter word in the, in the English language, even though it's not a word and it's not an English language either. But I don't know. I, I like Lamar Jackson. He can definitely be up there, like, reviving this team, bringing them back, maybe winning the division. And, again, everybody's sleeping on the Bengals. Maybe Burrow can win it. I, I don't know if I have a real favorite right now, but I think my favorite might be Damian Justin Herbert because they didn't make the playoffs last year. And or even Russell, but you see, I don't think Russell Wilson is going to put up the big numbers. Like Herbert will put up the big numbers. I believe they'll make the playoffs. So I think that he may get it. If I had to pick anybody right now, maybe it would be him. I know it's hard to pinpoint one, but you see that logic when you go through somebody else. No, I see it for sure. Justin Herbert is a great pick. Uh, he's definitely one that came to mind for me. Uh, and for me, like you're trying to think of somebody who's going to have that team that's going to make that come up. Like you said, the Chargers, they make the playoffs last year. If they make a deep yeah. run or they end up with 12 wins and win a division, you could see Justin Herbert getting the award. If Denver does like you're saying, your prediction that Denver is going to be in that last game for the division, I can see Russell Wilson getting that for sure. And for years now, I've been saying Russell Wilson deserves one. And for some reason, each year something happens where he doesn't get it. If mm -hmm. he does this his first year in Denver, he's definitely going to be a front runner for sure. Uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of teams out there, a lot of uh, players out there. For this year, is very deep when it comes to possible MVP winners for sure. Dark horse, call me a homer. Jameis Winston. Oh my Dark god! Horse, wow. MVP. Wow. wow! Even I'm not this big of a homer. <laughs> it's unbelievable! 
If you go with that one officially, that would be the all-time most unbelievable prediction if that were to yeah, it's not go. It's not going to be my official MVP. All right. Well, that's good. We'll that's see. August is a few away. I wonder what the odds are. I, I might put $5 on Winston just because the odds are going to be crazy. That's they are going to be pretty nuts. <laughs> they are going to be nuts. I don't even know if he was on the list over there. Uh, Mike's not down with uh, Chase winning MVP. I don't know. It's a possibility. He thinks that Josh Allen, Trey Lance, wishful thinking, yeah, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> Before I'm not hearing things that I like, but we'll wait to see what we got. Trey Lance actually is up there, but uh, his numbers are like plus 4,000. I don't know. He's like somewhere ranked like around like 12 or something like that, but whatever. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Nikki, I know that you don't necessarily have a front runner right now or anything, but any dark horse that can come out of it? Like, you think Jonathan Taylor, maybe if he does his 2000 and no quarterback goes crazy? I guess he can, I guess he can win it. I, mean, I guess, but no, what's the point of like speculating about a dark? It's probably gonna be Aaron Rodgers, so it's like, oh okay. gosh, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Three years, if he row. does have another amazing year without Devontae Adams, I can see that happening. That being the narrative, oh my god, mm-hmm. he's going without yeah. his number one receiver. I that's definitely happen for sure. That's a good point, that's a good point, no doubt. All right, the NFL's always fiddling around with shit like the Pro Bowl right now. They don't know what to do with it because the game sucks, it has sucked forever. We know that. I mean, maybe in like the 80s, it was competitive, but it's not. Nobody cares anymore. Nobody touches anybody. There's no tackling. It's There's nothing. So they're trying to figure out what to do. And they said, oh, maybe have a flag football game, which I would be down with. I think that would be fun. I would like to see, like, receivers play quarterback, quarterback, you know, be running back or wide receiver or play defensive end. Let them screw around like that. But then I was thinking, like, totally outside the box, like, what if they do, like, a whole bunch of different things? Like, some, like now they have, like, that obstacle course and a couple other stuff. Like I would like to see him play like a game of horse or have like a home run derby or something crazy like that. Or like do like field day activities, like steal the bacon or some shit. I don't know. Like these, I, would, I don't know. I would yeah, like- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where did you do field day? Steal the bacon? What the oh, yeah. is that? Steal. Oh, you don't know what steal the bacon. I forgot how old I am. Yeah. Steal the bacon. <laughs> right, so you got two teams. Very simple. They're both lined up equidistant. There is a bowl or an object in the middle. When you, you, and every, I'm sorry, and everybody on each team has a number. So let's say there's 10 people on a team. If I yell at the number five, number five from each team has got to run to the middle, try to get the ball, and get back to their line without getting touched. And if you do that, you get a point. If you get touched, then the other team gets a point. So it's a very simple game, but oh, kids, okay. like when I was teaching PE, these kids freaking gobbled it up like it was actually bacon. So I'm probably like a silly game like that. Like, you know, they do dodgeball. I don't know. Mike is saying steal the bacon. You grab a you grab a hinge before he makes the pan or something. I'm so awful, man. I'm, I'm awful. A hog. He says, all right, now I understand what you're saying. I don't know, D. I would like to see them do some interesting stuff. But the, the game itself doesn't work, and we know that. Yeah, there's no need for the actual game. A flag football game would be interesting because they'll be more willing to go all out knowing that, you know, you're not going to get tackled. Right. Even then, they'll be a little more careful, you know, the thing about knee injuries and stuff like that. So I was thinking they should go back to the old quarterback competitions. Remember when they used to have the secret oh, the farthest and love have, Yeah, the moving targets. They definitely should bring that back for sure. Uh, they should do the fastest man in the NFL competition. I know he did a little bit something last year, but the players didn't really take it seriously. Like Tyreek Hill got beat. Like if right. going, if you're taking it seriously, Tyreek Hill probably wins it. I know. Like he went out so, there in like a winter coat. Like what are you trying yeah. to prove? <laughs> What are you doing? Yeah, like if you're gonna do it, do it. Like let's take it. So put something in there, like an incentive right. in there for. And I don't, that's the thing; they make so much money now. It's hard to 
put an incentive out there that's going to make them actually take it seriously. Cause it's not like you're going to put 10 million on the line. You know what I mean? So if you, it's hard right, to put right. a number out there that's going to make them take it seriously with so much money that they make, but find a way, maybe it's just somebody talking trash. Maybe it's just that one person talking trash about being the fastest guy. And the next thing you know, you have the fastest guy in the NFL tournament. You have the QB competition. We yes. know that uh, Mahomes and Josh Allen have kind of gone back and forth before about being the strongest arm in the NFL. Right. I would love to see if they do, or maybe Justin Herbert does, or whoever it is has the strongest arm. I would love to see those competitions. And some silly stuff like still the bacon. Uh, I would love to see like a sack race. I would love to see oh, something like that's that. Great. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Beautiful. Yeah, so I would love to see stuff like that. So there's no need for the game. You no. make the Pro Bowl, you get the honor, but let's just have all these silly competitions and maybe you'll make it to where it's like all together, the NFC versus AFC, they all have points for these different competitions. And then the winning team, they get like $10 million towards a certain charity. So two charities getting played for, yeah. the losing team gets $5 million, winning team gets $10 million. NFL can afford that. So yeah. you, you do that and you have all these crazy competitions, the QB1 the fastest man, the sack race. You have you could do one we used to do where you had to hold the egg on a spoon and try to and try to yep, walk and balance yep. it. Like I would love to yeah. see them do all these type of silly games. And you know that Hug a once somebody talks once one person talks a little trash. Oh it's gonna be super competitive. That's, <laughs> that's, all it's gonna, that's all it's gonna take. And next thing you know you have these amazing athletes doing these challenges where they're not so good at it and they seem normal because they can't hold a uh, egg on a spoon in their mouth as they're trying to go right. across the and stuff like that. So I would love to see that. And you come up with so many different competitions for it and all that stuff. I would yes. love to see, like you said, horse, maybe a little one-on-one competition. Maybe you have a one-on-one tournament in basketball because there's some right. there's some football players who are also excellent basketball players as well. Like I saw a mm-hmm. highlight tape of Jalen Ramsey the other day. Amazing. <laughs> like, like, so some yeah. of these dudes, they'll go into basketball court and you'll be like, oh, my God, they could have played in the NBA. Some yeah. of these guys are just that good as, you know, just natural athletes. So I would love to see that right. as well. So no need for the game. Just come up with 20 competitions, NFC versus AFC. At the end of it, put all the points together on who won. And then that team gets the winning charity, $10 million, and $5 million to the loser. I'd be into that, like an all-day, like event type of thing. Like he's, you know, like a field day, do all these different things. I would love to see the defensive and offensive linemen, Wooly Mammoths, play tug-of-war, Nikki. I think that would be great. That's you know, you can get everybody player. involved. Yeah. I mean, why is this so hard for them to figure out? I mean, like we did it in high school. I told you guys we did a powder puff game where us cheerleaders were, you know, the actual football players and the football players coached us or they were the cheerleaders. And it was it was a fundraiser. But let me tell you, it was an amazing turnout because it was freaking hysterical. Right. You don't know what you're doing, but it was still funny. I mean, they could even do something like that, like you guys said switch positions and then you know just make something fun but why really the nfl's like oh we don't know what to do with it we, we just this show just came up with literally 70 ideas i like, know like, off come the on. Top of our heads why yeah. is this so difficult what are you doing over there nobody nobody wants to watch the pro bowl okay nobody i don't nope. understand this the Not ratings get person. lower and lower every year they always do like have an Uno or poker battle. I missed the t- poker again. Yeah, <laughs> poker. Mm-hmm. Poker would be pretty good. I think that's probably because we know these guys gamble, so that would be. Oh pretty yeah. Good, oh yeah. A pretty good thing to see like a poker game, or you have like a space tournament. Like, oh, I bet you be Michael Jordan shows up with a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. poker, he will be there. He will be there. I guarantee it. So, but yeah, you can make like say you could literally have competitions all three: Friday, Saturday, Sunday, with all different stuff. 
Like Sunday yep. could be the field day day where you have all the games we talked we talked about. Saturday could be the ones where maybe you have a Connect Four tournament. You could have spades. You can have Scrabble. You can have all these different things. Yeah, like, well, there's so much stuff you could do. And the thing is, people think that oh, the people wouldn't be interested. I would love to see Dak Prescott versus Carson Wentz and Connect Four. Me we'll too. Yeah. And mic them all up. I that's the part yeah, well, that's, I want yeah. to hear the trash talking. Let the cursing fly. I guarantee <laughs> you those ratings are gonna go through the roof. Like again, mm -hmm. what are these sports teams doing with their marketing? It's ridiculous. That's right. Get fun with it, just like here. Want to see wide receiver versus defensive back throwing competition? Uh with you, Chris. I would love to see something like that. That's that's okay. what we're talking about. Mix Mom. it up. They, they, they play flag football, you know. Again, like let a DB play quarterback, let a quarterback play yeah. D end, you know. Yeah, if they have a wide receiver versus DB throwing competition, my money's on Odell Beckham now. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I might yeah. put it on Debo, though. I don't know. Debo, he, he got a yeah, pretty good throw. That's for, that's for sure. Jarvis Landry can throw the ball, too. Yeah. He's a pretty good ball. Yeah. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Like, this guy, I, look, I'm all in. It, we Look, we've given him, <laughs> we've given him the air in hand competition for, you know, for an award. Uh, yeah. We've given them 45 different things they can do on. <laughs> we saw the Pro Bowl. We solved the MVP problem. I mean. We've been sitting here for freaking a half hour. We just fixed everything <laughs> that you wanted. What else do you want? All you got to do is listen to third and three. I don't know what's the matter with people. This is all you have to do. You get all your answers right here. It's so simple. It's so mm -hmm. simple. Uh, uh, anything so easy for you guys. All right, let's make it happen with more likely to happen. All right, so let's go through a few of these real quick. Nikki, let me start with you on this one. Oh, great. Uh, well, of course, so great. Well, look, at <laughs> least it's not like a question where there's an actual answer to it. You I know, have you to can, actually think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No mm -hmm. thinking on this one. No Just, thinking. No thinking on this 50, show. 50 shot, basically, so you're all right. Okay. All right. What's more likely to happen? The Titans finish last in the AFC South or – the Bengals get back to the Super Bowl. Not win it, but get, at least get back to it. What's more likely to happen? I think it's more likely the Titans finish last. Oh. All right. Ooh. So she's thinking, you know, good things for the Bengals. And like you, D, a couple of weeks ago saying, I don't know about the Titans over there. I don't know. And Nikki doesn't want to remember those Titans, apparently. What are you thinking? Uh, I have to say more likely for – the Bengals because the AFC South still has Houston. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to say more likely for the Bengals just because of that. Even though I'm not, I do see the Titans taking a fall this year. I think we're going to be getting a lot of angry guests on Mike's show on, on the AFC South talking about the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see, man. We'll see. He thinks they're going to still be at the top. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see them being better than the Colts this year, but we'll see. Yeah. Ah. It's interesting you say that. It's going to lead us to something else a little bit later. I like that. All right, let's go through a few over here, a few more. Um, Carson Wentz plays a full season or the Browns make the playoffs? What's more likely to happen deep? We'll go to you first. Ooh. Carson Wentz, full year with the Commanders or the Browns make the playoffs? I got to go Browns making the playoffs. Uh, right. I know the AFC is stacked. There's so many good teams. We talked about it a little bit on my show yesterday. The AFC is absolutely stacked, man. But totally stacked. Carson Wentz, if you can hurt both ankles on the same play, I can't trust you yeah. to, go for, <laughs> to, go, to go a full season. So I got to go Browns more likely to make the playoffs. If you're lying about both your ankles while you're standing there, no problem, and then running home <laughs> afterward full of it. 
All right, Mikey says Browns making the playoffs. Nikki, what do you think? Browns make the playoffs, or Carson Wentz actually lasts as the start of the whole season for Washington? Already shaking no, his head. No, he like never has. When did when did he play a full season? His first last year. year. Yeah. Last year, no. Chris just told you he played a full yeah. season last year. Did he? After he hurt both of his angles or didn't hurt them. Yeah, he started every game. He like he came out for both the angles, but he did start every game last year. I thought he had, I thought he missed like a couple weeks. No. Nope. He oh. actually played the whole time. But you know, but D is right. He did come out uh, you know, in like the yeah. fourth quarter of some games. So maybe that's what you think and makes sense. Uh, well, I don't really trust him to not get hurt. So Yeah, okay. So there's <laughs> your answer. All right. All right. Uh let's do a few more. Um, let's see. What do I like over here? All right, here's an interesting one. Let's go to your boy Tom Brady, Nikki. More mm-hmm. likely that he throws 45 touchdowns or more likely that he throws 15 interceptions. Ooh. 45 touchdowns. Okay, 17 games, 45 touchdowns. He can he do that. He really interceptions. Yeah. He doesn't really. He threw, he threw like 12 last year. I don't know. He's getting – oh, he's getting all the reason excuse every year. Yeah. Yeah. 15 interceptions. I think 15 yeah, yeah. interceptions. I, I think 15 – I would go with 15 interceptions as opposed to 45 touchdowns. What about I you, Dick? I can see this being the year where we finally see the cliff that Max Kellerman was talking about five years ago. <laughs> we might finally see that clip this year. He's already thinking about retirements in the back of his mind. Maybe this is the year where he finally falls off that cliff, and I can see 15 interceptions happening. Yeah. Ain't falling off no cliff. You guys are all delusional. It's falling off. We're not saying he's going to fall off the cliff looks wise, Nikki. No, oh, no, he never, he never will. No, he's renewed. You know what? Because he went home, he tried to retire. The kids and Giselle were probably driving him effing crazy. And he's like, nope, I'm back. I'm ready to go. I ain't doing this shit. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, I I wonder what she's thinking, honestly. I don't know. She must want him to do this in some way. Otherwise, I don't know how you get away with that. Like, he's been doing this already for 76 years. Like, I don't know if it's enough. But this, this anyway. This got to be the last year, though, with the deal that they announced. I think so. Yeah, it's got to be the last year. We'll see. Again, we'll see. It's like <laughs> Nikki's favorite thing to say. We'll see. All right, let's get a few more. Um, this isn't uh, a more likely or not, but it's an either or. Damien, either or. Who has more what? Who has more receiving yards here? Tyreek Hill on his new team in Miami or Devontae Adams with his new team in Las Vegas? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with Devontae Adams because he has a better quarterback in Derek Carr. With Tua, I'm still not convinced yet. We'll see. I know they're going to try to get Hill the ball for sure, but that Raiders offense and plus with uh, McDaniels, that coach, they're going to be trying to be very creative and getting Adams open. So I got to go with Devontae Adams. Nikki, I think I'm going to agree with him. I would probably go Devontae Adams. I think that Tyree Kill maybe, maybe he'll have more yards. Maybe he'll even have more touchdowns. I, I mean, more touchdowns. I'm sorry, but as far as yards go, um, yeah, I think that you know Waller is going to be able to take some attention away from Adams, where he'll have more one-on-one situations, and Carr is going to be looking for him. So I'd probably go with Adams. Yeah, I would too. Too many question marks with Tua right now. Yeah, too many question marks with Tua. Did you do that on purpose? No? No, I'm just trying to be like you. I'm trying to be professional on the show. <laughs> All right, Mikey's going with uh, Tyreek. Remember, the OC is going to get the ball to Tyreek. Yes, he is, our former OC. But they're just we're letting everybody go to the AFC East. It's bothering the hell out of me. All right, uh, let's see. Okay, one more, and then we shall move on. What is more likely to happen, Nikki? 
Mm. Broncos win the AFC West or the 49ers win the NFC West? Um, neither. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll go to the 49ers. I All right, really there you go. Can't, uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't know. We got to see. I got to like see Russell Wilson like in the mix there. And that's a tough division to say that the Broncos would win. It's tough. Right right now, D, I'm so yeah, – I need to see – I need to see, obviously, Trey Lance play. And I don't know what's going on with Debo, so I got a, a lot going on my head over there. The AFC West is so stacked. Look at Mike is saying the 49ers. Yeah, 49 fans. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we're better than Seattle. I feel like we're better than Arizona. So that leaves one team, which is the Rams. They're the defending champions, so that's a big hurdle to get over. But I think the Broncos have – maybe three hurdles to get over where the Niners have won. So I think maybe more likely that the 49ers pull it out, even though I'm very high on Denver. I don't know. What do you think? Nah, you said everything that I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> like, really? I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, you're, you're fine. The 49ers have one hurdle to get over in the Rams, and maybe the Rams have a Super Bowl hangover, and maybe huh. lose a few more games than they're supposed to, and so. end up being a wild card, and 49ers sneaking in and winning division. With the Broncos, it's hard for me to see that. It's hard for me to see them being better than the Chiefs, Chargers, and Raiders. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, well, Mike is saying you may see George Kittle next month, potentially. All right, if you do, then get him on the show. All right, we'd love to talk. All right, we definitely love to do some of that action. That'd be fun. Maybe you can drop a little knowledge on us with uh, what's going to be going on with the 49ers this season, like Nikki's always dropping the knowledge. <laughs> Yeah, the best chair dancer in the business, my man D over here. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Time to rock and roll. Nikki, this is your song. They made it for you. It is tricky. It is knowledge with Nikki, and it is brought to you by Reebok. It is brought to you by Reebok. But before I give you this week's deal, so last Thursday, I take this class on Thursdays called Core Power Yoga, but it's it's extremely hard and it's choreographed to music. So the whole point is it's fast paced. You got to be on the beat. Well, anyway, we had to do mountain climbers to this song. And I was just like, oh, my God. I hear it's tricky. Come on. And I immediately thought oh. with Nikki. And yet she's screaming at us to do mountain climbers on the beat. And I was just like, oh, my God. You're ruining <laughs> the song for me. But I hate mountain climbers. Wow. How about that? No, yeah. mountain climbers are rough. Sure. Ugh, I hate them. <laughs> um, all right. So Reebok has for you guys a new collection drop this week. It is the Looney Tunes collection. So it's an exclusive drop. You have to go to our website, scroll down a little bit, click on the link from there, put your email address in, and then you will be able to get first look at these new sneakers. And you guys know that Father's Day is coming. So maybe your dads need some new shoes. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But they do look cute. They do. They don't have like some of them have Bugs Bunny. Some of them just have like the colors of the Looney Tunes. But you know that shoe, brand new shoe drops sell out like that. So we have exclusive first look for you guys. No doubt. Let us take care of you. There you go. Yes. You said it. Um, all right, guys. So we're going to do, of course, Memorial Day trivia. Oh, Memorial Day oh. trivia. No end of story. Okay. Did you study? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, I was not in the right mindset at all I to be know. thinking about anything. So, um, but 
this would have won. This would have been what I would have seen coming. I I, I would never study because I would feel like I was cheating anyway. But I, yeah. I this would be one I would see. All right, more day. Oh, we got a three day weekend, baby. A freaking yes, great. Yes. So happy. Me so too. happy. Jay, are you All first? right, so let's four board ready. Uh, D, I am first this week, right? I believe so. I think. No. Yeah, I believe, yeah, I think I believe so. you are. All right. So, yeah. um, then I guess okay. I'm ready. Let's make it happen. Let's get the hold on. Let's get the uh, the game music playing. It's very important. I can't think straight otherwise. All right, let's do it. Get it. <laughs> it can't be too quiet when you're thinking. Um, okay, Jay. How many people are expected to travel by plane over Memorial Day weekend this year? How many people are expected to travel by plane? Mm-hmm. That's a very hard thing to think of. Um, that's a lot of math. How many people expect to travel by plane? That that's really hard. Um, I'll I'll go with thirty-five thousand. Okay. I'm going to go with two hundred thousand. Three million. Ooh. Ooh! Wow! Damn! Yes, a lot. Yeah, jeez, it's only Memorial Day, guys. Just stay home and relax. They came, they started coming last week because I went to the beach last weekend and I'm like, oh my God, bunch of New York plates. They don't know how to drive. They don't know where they're going. <laughs> trash all over the beach. Like, it's not Memorial Day. God, go just give me one more weekend. Mm. <laughs> all right. Number two, how many members of the 117th Congress have served in the U.S. military? So the 117th. I mean, this is a total guess. How many members? Of, how, many, how many members of the 117th Congress have served in the military? Yes. Is that what the question is? Yes. Um, I'm gonna. Two hundred and fifty thousand. No. See. No, like this is ever like how many have served ever or yeah right total oh uh i'm gonna say 300. 91. Oh, 90, wow. i don't know what i was saying mom you were close <laughs> you were close there there you go ma all right she had a better idea i don't know what the hell i was thinking <laughs> all right number three how many marching bands perform in the National Memorial Day Parade that we see on TV? How many marching bands? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a crazy question. Uh, how, let's go with um, 750. No. D? Uh, I'm going to say 20. 20. Wow. <laughs> That's 20 amazing. Did you like know that or you just pulled that out out of nowhere? I pulled it out. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, money on the dot. There you go. Wait, All right. Pull that lever. Wow. Okay. Number four. What percentage of home cooking fires happen on Memorial Day? I don't know where you get these questions from. What percentage <laughs> of home cooking fires happen on yes. Memorial Day? Yes. Um, 
not over the weekend, on the actual day? 23. What'd you say? 23. D? Uh, first thing, keep these amateurs off the grill. Leave the grilling to the masters, okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, you said the percentage? Yes. Uh, I'm going to say 15. Jay, your closest is 25. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get the point. All right, we're tied. 1-1. One, one. You got a full game. Full game. Okay. All right, D, here we go. How many hot dogs are consumed every second from Memorial Day weekend to Labor Day weekend? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so every second between Memorial Day and Labor Day? Yes. Wow. I'm going to say... Dang. I'm trying to calculate my head for July 4th because I know that that's definitely that's a it's a big hot dog up. guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it brings it up. Well, sure. While he thinks, what is the question again? Um, so how many hot dogs are consumed every second from Memorial Day weekend to Labor Day weekend? And this is <laughs> I'm gonna say 20 per second. 20? No. Yeah. Okay. Jay? 400。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。800。
All those Floridians and New Yorkers. <laughs> oh man. Um, it's how many accidents are there on that day? That's that how many injur- injuries, oh, yeah, injury. from car accidents, yeah. And he said over the weekend or just the over day? the weekend, yeah. Over the weekend, I'm gonna say two million. Jay, God, that sounds like a lot. I hope it's not that many. Um, I'll, I'll go with a, like two hundred fifty thousand. Forty-seven thousand three hundred. Forty-seven thousand. Oh, no, do we end in a tie? Good thing I have a no, tie. No, no, D got me. D got me with that last question. Oh, you got me with Florida. Oh, okay, that's right. All right, good. Yep. Good job, D. You take Memorial Day this week. You got me by four hours. Oh, yeah, I was nervous. I have to say, me being the military guy, I had to know some of these answers. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Good job. You take All right. it. All right. Well done again, Knowledge with Nikki, as always, bringing the good stuff. All right, D, took it home. So, yeah, I had myself a little winning streak for a minute. That's out of here. Way back to the wall. See you later. That's gone. So, D is back in the driver's seat with this bad boy. So, well done. Good game, as always. Well played. Well played. All right. What else we got? Um, We have, I talked about superpowers. We talked about that we were going to go over. So, let me just hear a little intro music to this thing over here. Let me actually pop it up a little bit. Like I'm flying. <laughs> yes, we're talking superpowers now. If we mm-hmm. could have any four superpowers in the universe, what would they be? Me, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the old school superhero. Intro oh, right yeah. there. <laughs> the, somebody, somebody, the bam to pop up on the on the back. Yikes. Yeah, bling, bling, bloop. What did my father say over here? My father chiming in real quick. I guess he's got a trivia question of his own. Okay, there are more stars in the universe than grains of sand in the world. What do you think? They've actually oh, wow. said that. But I don't know who the fuck is counting all that shit. So I don't know okay, how grains, accurate it is. Grains of how who's counting grains of sand? <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm saying. Gra- grains of sand. The universe is way bigger than the Earth, so I can see where there's many more stars than grains of sand. That makes sense. Okay. I get it. Sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I could dig it. I could dig it. Well, anyway, thanks for the knowledge, Pop. All right, so knowledge with Pop. We got some knowledge with Nikki, and we just finished. But now, play a player. We are doing. Superpowers, our top four superpowers. They are brought to you by Beer Drop. D, take it away. Yes, we all know what power comes with drinking beer. Liquid courage, right? (laughs) And and some, if you want that courage to come directly to you, go to 33podcast.com, scroll down a little bit, you'll see Meatworks, you'll see Reebok, you'll also see Beer Drop. Now, if you go to our direct link, you get Beer at $5 per beer. That's way cheaper than any restaurant. It's way cheaper than a grocery store. It's way cheaper than going to the stadium of a game and getting a beer. Mm-hmm. So if you go to our link at 33podcast.com for beer drop, you can order up to 10 beers per month at $5 per beer. Beers from all over the country. So if you want an IPA, you want a wheat beer, you want a fruity beer, whatever <laughs> beer you want from wherever you want it can come directly to you each and every month. So go set up your monthly subscription now by going to 33podcast.com, click on Beer Drop, and use our direct discount for $5 per beer. So well done. Yeah, I mean, you should be on commercials, bro. I mean, I you really know. should. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be the next Jake from State Farm or some shit like that in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> do you uh, write? Do you write that out and read from it or no? You just no. do that off the. Oh. <laughs> just, like I feel like I do it better that way. Like if I did write it down, then you would see me like thinking about it and reading it. I'm way oh, better just it's, off the cuff. It's so it's <laughs> horrible. Way. I had to do that for work uh, for one of the organizations and give a presentation. It sort of. Uh, and but like you got to read from the script and it's just like, oh, God, like you end up just I know flying with it because it's just you feel like awkward, a little not awkward, just comes off stiff. But exactly when I'm giving a speech or I have to speak in front of a bunch of people, I'll always have a bullet point next to me, like just a bullet point of what I want to talk. Because if I don't know what I'm talking about, then I'm going to be an idiot reading off a piece of paper. You just look stupid anyway. So, yeah, Yeah. know what you're talking about if you're going to give a speech. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that could be one of your superpowers, being able to speak well, have a silver tongue, attract what you want. I don't know. Hey, that's a that's a good one, actually, because I know the number one fear, I guess that could be a good knowledge with Nikki question, but I know the number one fear amongst people is public speaking. So yeah. Some people do consider that a superpower is being able to speak in front of an audience, which I guess all three of us are lucky. We do have that superpower of yes, not being do. nervous and being able to speak in front of people because a lot of people cannot do that. No, I'll tell you, man. Can't. I was scared shitless in high school and I don't, I don't know what happened, but one day I was standing up there and I totally froze. Like I I didn't know what to do. And I just started speaking. My voice started cracking and everything. And I was so embarrassed. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What the hell? What the hell was that? You babbling baboon idiot. What? I'm like, these are just people that breathe the same air as you. They're your friends. You can't talk to your friends. I ran right back up on the stage and I just, I'm like, yo, I don't know what that was, but I just started. And that was it. I got over my fear of public speaking like that. I'm like, what's the matter with me? What the hell was that? I never had, that never happened before, but I was so, I tightened up. I was so nervous, man. I really was, but I got over it quick. It's not easy. You know, it's not easy to talk to people and be engaging and entertaining. And actually it's funny. A couple of weeks ago, we did this like women's and leadership retreat and there was, um, a workshop just on public speaking. And she had said, yes, it's usually the number one fear, but actually it's been dethroned. You know what the number one fear is now? What? Peeing in public? Oh, no. oh no. I can, Well, that I can makes sense. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, let's get to our superpowers. D, what do you say? Yes. So coming from the mind of Jason Fearman, oh, our... Four wanted superpowers. What are four powers that we would want to have if we were superheroes? I love this topic right here. So we got to start with our Wonder Woman, Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) So what would be your number four of superpowers that you would want? Um, so I like the ability to be in like four or five places at once. Like I need one of me at work. I need one of me like running to the store, food shopping. Then I need like one of me working out. I need one of me doing my podcast prep. I need one of me working on my side hustle. I need one of me like hanging out with my husband. I just, you know, I need one of me relaxing, like on the beach. I just need to be in all these places all literally at the same time. So, you know, I just... I would love, absolutely love to just boop, and there's like six of me, and I can get everything done. Um, but yeah, that that would be my number four. I need to be in so many different places. Oh wow! Now that's a that's a really good one right there. I think it'll be scary though. I don't know if we could handle six Nickies out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize in advance if that does happen, but there will be multiples of me running around. 
Now, this is no, a very that's, that's a really good question. one, though. This is a very stupid question, Nikki, because you've only seen two or three movies in your whole life. But have you ever seen the movie Multiplicity? I actually have. With my have you? So, have. so you, you have. Okay, I so have. God bless that. That's so. You, then you know. Like he had like three different clones of himself, and like yes. every clone was worse than the other. Like the last one was so stupid. Like, but oh, that's right, the last one was just completely. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, I don't know what my last clone would be like. Oh man, right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny. That that's well, actually I, really I good. Haven't, I haven't seen this movie, so what's the like the plot of? Hold on, hold up. Hold yeah. up. there's a movie I've seen. <laughs> I know that you had. Mark it down. I'm blown away. <laughs> I'm blown away. Well, but you know what? We have to. It came out probably before he was born. That may be yeah. the reason why. This was like a late. No, this is not. No, you were born. This is like a late '90s or early, mid '90s movie. Anyway, long story short, Michael Keaton is the main character, and just like Nikki was saying, he needs to be at work. He needs to be home. He needs to do this. He wants to relax, so he finds a doctor who's able to clone him, and he keeps doing it to the point where every single one of his clones had sex with his wife, and that was. <laughs> yeah, bro. And he basically like, that's it. This shit's over, man. We got to figure out something else. And, uh, you know, silly movie, but funny at the same time. That's hilarious. That was going to be my question for you, Nikki. So you, like, you being the original, yeah. if you're going to do stuff, would you be jealous of the duplication coming over and spending time with your husband? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I hope he ain't listening to Brent. She don't mean it, man. <laughs> No, I think it would be okay, you know, because maybe I'm like working on like a client making us money for it, you know, so yeah. it's a give and take. It's it's a give and take. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, I love it, though. That, that's a very practical power. And I see yeah. where your vision came from on that one. So, Jay, what is your number four? My number four, I'm going to make very simple. I would like the power to predict the lottery numbers. I just need to do that <laughs> times and we are good to go. That's can- a good one. Make this one rich, that one rich, myself rich, open up a business here, you know, homeless shell. I would do everything. So I would win that shit every time. And the amount of money that I would give out to this country would be great. And a lot of it would go towards ending freaking gun violence. So I don't mean to get back to that, but I would definitely do that, too. So me winning the lottery and predicting the lottery numbers is not a selfish thing. It's for everyone. I want us all to share the money and especially you guys. You know, you guys will get hooked up. Yeah, we better. Without a doubt. <laughs> house right down here in Miami, no problem. We get to hang out whenever we want. Be all good. Oh, all I'm good. there. Oh. So that's sure. We have uh, definitely like the state of art podcast studio. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Third and three logo plaster all over the wall and everything. Yes. Oh, sure, it would be sweet. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I definitely like that power right there. And then if you can, it'll be smart if you did it like every few months. Let the lottery build up. To where oh like, yeah, yeah, like a billion dollars or whatever. That's and right. Predicted. Like I can That's see that true. power working out for sure, right there. Mm. I know my father wishes that that would be my number one power because he plays the lotto like a maniac. This guy, <laughs> he wishes I could predict that shit. Does he? So, <laughs> he is a lotto king of South Florida now. He is taking over. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, so for my number four, I'm gonna go simple, flying. I would love to be able oh, to just fly around and just like just be in the air. Just I got to go somewhere. Uh, it's like 10 miles away. There's traffic. <laughs> cool. We just go yeah. <laughs> and just, just get there and just fly around. And I would love to freak somebody out. I would love to be talking to somebody and like, right, see you later. And just take off. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, that would be my, my number one reason to have is to freak people out. I like that. That <laughs> is funny. Conversation. 
just take That's off. Funny. Right? You're just talking to somebody, be like, all right, I'll see you later. It's like they're about to take a step and zoom, you just freaking plus out of there. Oh my God. What the hell was that? Oh, that's good. That's funny, man. I like that. Yeah, so that's my number four. So let's get back to our Wonder Woman, number three, Nikki. Mm. Number three actually plays right off of yours because you guys, like, you know, I was told the Jetsons told us by now we have flying cars. Now, I think it's probably a disaster to have that but and like only some of us should have it i should be one of them because i'm a responsible <laughs> driver um and you know let, let's try it out in a crazy state like new jersey first and then we'll roll it out to everybody else but just think yeah. of all the jobs that are created right somebody's gotta manufacture these cars think about all the air traffic control that you would need yeah. probably millions right and then mm-hmm. i don't know how you really do lights up there or anything like that but somebody's yeah. got to engineer we need engineers up there Oh my god, I'm sick of sitting in traffic. So just like you, I'd like to be like, no, fuck this, and just go, and just go. straight over to where I need to go because I, you know, I, I can't. I can't. I waste so much time sitting in this damn traffic, especially living at the Jersey Shore in the summertime. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, now I imagine traffic's down there really bad. Phoenix is getting really bad. It's getting really bad out here with the traffic. We're getting all the California people coming out here now, and it's starting to get really we're getting that traffic at weird times now like when you're yeah. in la you can have traffic at literally any time like 10 o'clock at night bumping up bumping traffic for no reason <laughs> <laughs> like things is going to be like that pretty soon so i like that idea of having that and of course i want to be the rich people at first i would have it and then it would trickle down to everybody that's normal but yeah. flying cars would be crazy and i i'm kind of with jay on this one now jay has talked about this before where the technology is out there we just don't have it yet for the normal people but i'm pretty right. sure like military, somebody has that technology. Elon Musk, uh, the yeah, guy who owns Amazon, me. like those those guys have technology to be able to do this by now. So I wouldn't be surprised if five years from now we're talking about Elon Musk or what's the guy from Amazon? What's his name? Bezos, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. If he's not in a flying car saying, oh, I'm going to, you know, you can come with me for $2 million if you want to fly in this car. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if that's happening a couple of years from now, <laughs> for sure. So I like that. Right. I like that one right there. So what's your number three, Jay? Well, again, it's just amazing how we, it's like we all share one mind. My three is perfect. I would have the power to control traffic. You guys know that I hate traffic more than anything other than work in life. Traffic and work (laughs) both stuck. I love my boss and I love the people I work with and I actually love what I do, to be honest with you, but I don't want to work. All right. I just want to be able to do whatever the hell I want to do whenever I want to do it. But the power to control the traffic. You guys know how much I just hate traffic so much. And there's no reason for there ever to be traffic on a highway where there are no traffic lights, unless God forbid there was an accident. So the power to control, I can shift this one over here and move that one here. And I can take the middle lane all to myself while these schmucks just rubberneck on the freaking side. I'm all about it. Power to control the traffic. That's it. No, hey, great one. We all, of course, understand it. (laughs) <laughs> the tra- traffic, especially, you know, coming home from work and stuff like that, the power to be able to just move cars out the way would oh, be amazing. I love so it. I, I actually power, sometimes so. I try to pretend like I have telekinetic energy and I use my hand and I'm like, just go that way. Just move over here. It doesn't really work. traffic. Like these people, like some people are just totally calm sitting in traffic and I just like oh, yeah. want to get the ceiling i see freaking red 
I really yep. do. I am with you, girl. I can't yeah. say yeah, some people just cool with it. Yeah, I've gotten to the point now where I'm better with it because I'm just sitting there listening to a podcast, maybe listening back to ours or mm-hmm. listening to some other ones that I like and I'm chilling. But when I was younger, oh, I hated it so much. I'm like, I got some, I got places to go. And now I'm like, I ain't got nowhere to go. I'm just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Now you got to make the best of it. See, mom's with me. Let's go, people. It's green. I mean, you really <laughs> can't stand it. You guys got to drive in there one day. What are you waiting for? But no, that's the thing. I mean, again, too many people on their damn phones, you know, doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. Hide the screen. And that's why everybody's beeping at you. Move yes. it now. Oh, my God. That's a bonus power. I would be able to see what the person, like, whenever you're waiting to turn left, I will be able to see what that person in the front of the line is doing. Yes. yes. On their phone, I'll just be able to like get in there, smack them real quick, like the phone, <laughs> <laughs> and pay attention to the light. Because if I'm the tenth person waiting, I'm depending on you to go as soon as it turns green, so yes. I can make it. Exactly. So, that would be a bonus power of mine to be able to sneak up, see what that person is doing, make sure they're paying attention, and put their foot in the gas so they can go right away when that, right. when that light turns green for us to turn left. That's a bonus yeah. power for me for sure. The power of consideration <laughs> of other people. Jesus. Oh yes. Speaking of consideration, my number three Uh would be the power to change mindsets. So you know how how on Men in Black, uh, Will Smith could pull out the little flashy thing. He'll flash it and he'll he'll create a new memory for him. That's what I would have. I would have the little flashy thing. (laughs) As soon as somebody has like a a dumb mindset, I would just pull out the flashy thing, flash them and get my new memory and change their mindset about whatever conversation we're having. Now, of course, it's not going to come to like sports debate stuff like that, but just stupid mindsets about anything else. Pull out the flashy thing. Beep. This is what <laughs> you should think. <laughs> and then maybe we could change the world one person at a time and, and really change dope. the world's issues with the little flashy thing. So number three for me would be the power to change mindsets. You know, that's awesome because it's actually called the little flashy thing. Like, I don't think they actually give it a name. They just yeah. calls it the little flashy thing throughout the movie, which I love. Oh, no, that'd be great. That'd be great. That, that actually, like, goes into my next one. So I'm, t- I'm going to just jump ahead of Nikki. I would have oh, the yeah. power of mind control. Just control wow. people's minds. So it kind of goes, kinda goes along <laughs> with yours. Like, not that I would make them do anything terrible. Although there was a couple of people I would make, you know, hit themselves in the face a few times. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but the power to control somebody else's mind or anybody's mind that I want to, like if I'm talking to my boss or if I'm in HR and I'm up for my evaluation, put in their mind, raise once a fifty thousand dollar raise, right? Big fat written. There you go. So that's what I want. I want to be able to control people's minds to get them to do the things that I think are best for me and the entire world. There you go. So I had to skip ahead of you, Nikki, just because mine floated in with me. No, I like that. And I would trust you with that power. There's a lot of people yes. who I would not Thank trust you. with that Thank power. You. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big one. You, you yeah, really have a, to have a, a really big yeah. power. You have to be a good person to have that power and not do the wrong things. Because there's a lot of people who would do a lot of wrong things with that power. That's so, right. with Jay, I definitely would trust you with that one. Yeah. No, I really not to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, at least you can admit it. That's a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> I can picture Nikki doing some, doing some very funny things oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> with that power for sure. Oh, wow. I, she would just have like somebody's like taking too long online for their coffee in the morning. She'd have them spill it on the way out on the. Yeah, show. I would. No, I would. Yeah, no, exactly. But it actually leads great into my what do we got? Number two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I would like some Medusa power. I would like to turn <laughs> into a stone that pissed me off, not for permanent, but just like go and come out. You need to be a statue for a minute because you would piss me off. 
Oh man. And just like I'll leave the side, like especially if we're driving or something, I, I'll at least like let you get over to the shoulder. But I, you know, I would just like to just turn you to stone because you have just annoyed the piss out of me. I cannot listen to you, cannot deal with it. Just whoop stone. I think it's great. Yeah, I like I like you said just just for a little while. Yeah, like, not forever. And when, like, let me ask you, when they come back, do they know that they did wrong or they just like what the hell just happened to me? Do they know what yeah, no, they <laughs> What the hell just happened? What did I do to, to get turned into stone? Right. <laughs> uh, I love it. Makes them think about it. Makes them think reevaluate their life. Yeah, reevaluate your life for a mind reset, and then we get them with a the little thing. And it's just like I would love to just boom, stone, stone, statue, all of you. As a, Chris, I think I think Chris is agreeing with you because he doesn't want you to Medusa him. That's why. No, I would never. No, no, not to people I like, but these idiots running around every day, just morons. Have you seen the Amazon commercial with Medusa? Oh, who has yes, it? I love that what? commercial. <laughs> that guy makes her man. She's like, whoop, stone. Yep. <laughs> that woman's voice, she does all those Amazon Prime commercials. And, you know, that 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 turning to people's stone was a bit of a buzzkill, right? You know, like... <laughs> yeah. Jeez, oh, that is a great number two right there. Well done. Uh, for my number two, it kind of goes with my number four, but it's just quicker teleportation. So instead of being able to fly, just snap my fingers or go like this. Like, <laughs> 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 I'm just wherever I need to be. So no more paying for flights and no more taking the time to get there. Just quick, boom, I'm Bam. there. And yep. just... Oh man, then I could take some people with me. See if I could take like four people with me. I just hold them, just boom, and we just wherever we need to be. And oh, it will save so much time. It goes back to the traffic, paying for flights, dealing oh. with people. All that's gone just because I'm like, ah, I don't need to deal with people today. Boom, yeah. <laughs> and I'm out of there. <laughs> and I'm just wherever I need to go. Even maybe go back in time or forward in time, teleport, be able to teleport to places and time. There so we it go. kind of goes back and forth with time travel and being able to go to whatever place you want to go to. So teleportation to time and place will be my number two. You see, that's what's up. You just hit my number one, which is time travel. That's Ooh. what's up. So I would this honestly, I would go back. I want to see Mary. I want to see her for nine months straight. I want to see her without a guy and Jesus being born. I want to see that. I want to see what happened to the Tower of Babel. I want to see when God created the world. I want to see a whole bunch of stuff. I want to see the aliens building the pyramids. I want to see all that great stuff. But then also go into the future and see what we look like in the future because uh, we are probably going to look different, like somehow. Not like um, what they say very, I don't want to get into this, but they say that we're going to look different like 50, 100 years from now, starting where we're going to have frailer type bodies because we're so reliant on technology that we're not going to need as much muscle or things like that. And our brains are going to get bigger. If this is, you know, evolution stuff. I mean, it sounds like it would take a lot longer time than that, but anyway, yeah, time travel. I totally dig it. I would love to see it, but especially more to go to past events and maybe fix a couple of things that thing that got fucked up along the way, you know, if I had the ability to do that. So that, that'd be nice. That'd be my number one. Do you, do you believe in the butterfly effect where like if you go back, you fix something and then that affects something else and mess something else up where you're like maybe I shouldn't mess with anything in the past and not mess with no. anything else up? No, <laughs> I'm more of the uh, the infinity stone man where I can bring all the infinity stones back to the same place where they were at the same time and recorrect all the timelines. So I'll be all right with that. <laughs> if I make a mistake, I'll fix it. 
I'll fix it. Nah, I love that. I would love to be able to travel back in time. Just like you said, maybe be there the day Jesus comes back. That would, I think that would have been freaky to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Holy shit, dude, that guy was fucking dead two days ago, man. <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been awesome just to see that. And like, yeah, I would love to go back to see stuff like that. I would, but me, knowing me, I'll go back to sporting events. I would go back to like Ali Frazier. <laughs> go back to yeah. uh, I would I would be there when the Saints won the Super Bowl stuff like that <laughs> like I wouldn't do anything important yeah so what's your number one Nikki uh it's the same for it's same it's time travel would be my number one but for different reasons like yeah I think it'd be cool to like go see the dinosaurs and stuff whatever but mostly because I just get so agitated every day with minor inconveniences and I complain a lot. So I think that's a good reality check for me. It's like, you know what? Shut up. Go back to 1900. You want to complain you're hot? There was no air conditioning. There was no hair products. There was no, you know, so I think it might be like a good reality check for me just to kind of go back in time, see how things, you know, were and put things in perspective for me. And I come back to the present and I can relax a little bit and calm down. I dig no, it. That's a, yeah, that's a great point because there's so many things that we have now that we take for granted that they didn't have back in the day. So I love that. <laughs> of course, he used to have put money on the Patriots to beat the Falcons. Like, put it at halftime, like live bet the Patriots at halftime to come back against oh, the, yeah. the Falcons on that one. That was oh, been, you make uh, a killer off of that. Getting yeah. it early on stocks, too. Yeah, getting yeah. early on There's an episode of Family Matters where they go back in time where he like writes a note to like put stock in Walt Disney or something like that. And, and then uh, yeah, yeah. like super rich in the future right. because of it. So I don't know. It's like I said, but because he did that, he didn't have his kids. So there's always some type of consequence when it comes to changing things back in time. So I don't know. I'll be kind of scared to go back and change things. I would just love to go and see these events and be there for them. And like you said, to have that kind of reality check, like, OK, we had pretty good in 2022 compared to like 1950 for sure. Yeah. Uh, so for my number one, my number one would be the power to be a comedian. I feel like comedians are just superpowers to have to be able to stand on that stage we talked about it earlier we had the power to do it we could be compelling on the stage and doing this show and doing things like this trains us and if we're in front of an audience we can handle that but to be a comedian for an hour stand on that stage and have the audience just at the by of your hands because you're able to make them laugh make them cry make them think all those different things i, I just love that and i admire it so much so my number one would be the power to be a comedian and just be so good at it. Like Chris Rock tells this great joke. It's like, we have superpowers. He's like, Superman can't just stand in front of the audience and talk for an hour. He wouldn't be able to hold their attention. You have to stand up and fly for a little bit, or you'll have to go and bend a bar, and then they'll come back to him and pay attention. But he couldn't just talk. <laughs> so that's And that's a, a great way to put it. So that's my number one, to be the power of a comedian. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I know. It's like, you know, you wouldn't think that'd be a number one for a lot of people, but I love that because who doesn't love a comedian? I mean, that's the yeah. thing. But Will Smith. Knew, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, right. Good call. Good Obviously. Call. You know? See, I, mean, I would have that flash thing right there, right? At that yeah. point. <laughs> changes, yeah, right? Changes mindset yeah. right there, right? When I'll come with you. I'll, I'll turn him to stone before they even get yeah. to the stage. Stone. Mid, See? Mid swing. Just, yeah. <laughs> just stuck. Oh man, now that would be great. Yep. Do you be a comedian? Let's say like one day, you know, you're speeding, you get pulled over and the cop like says something to you like, you know where you got pulled over? You tell him a joke and be like, hey, what are you a comedian? You have to be like, actually, yes, I am. I am a comedian. 
Tell them. You know it. That's what I was talking about. If I get pulled over, I'm definitely pulling out the flashy thing. Yes. You didn't pull me over. You just wanted an autograph. That's freaking great. I love it. Oh, man. I love the stuff we come up with on the show. Well done, guys. That was fun. And I love how, like, each one of ours, like, fed into the other one. It's just yeah. perfect. Perfect. Maybe we spent too much time together. I don't know. But I like <laughs> it. It's fun anyway. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let's do a couple more quick things before we get on out of here because the game is going to be starting pretty soon. And uh, we're going to talk about starving, that thing. Of course. Did it start already? No, I'm saying and Nikki's starving, of course. Oh, and Nikki's starving. <laughs> yes. You had me at Meatworks. He's like, burger. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I had burger fi today for lunch. It was good. You guys oh, got burger fi? Yeah, we, no. have, we have we have burger fi out here. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Pretty good. Um, let, let's quickly go through this. Like the teams that we think are going to make the playoffs this year in 2022 that didn't last year. Um, we can, you know, we can run down as many as we want. We're one through four, one two. I, me, my number one team, guys, and I'll tell you why. It's the Colts, and we were talking about the Titans earlier, possibly being in last place as more likely to happen them or the Bengals going to the Super Bowl. So different scenario, but I don't think the Titans are as good as they were last year. Um, again, that remains to be seen. We'll see what happens. If Henry can stay healthy the whole year, the defense takes a step up, whatever. Houston, Jacksonville, middle of the road. But I would say Indianapolis, they didn't make to the playoffs last year. I think that they are most likely to win the, win the division, which automatically puts them in the playoffs, Nikki. So I think that the Colts, maybe out of every team in the NFL, have the best chance to make the playoffs that didn't last year. Yeah. So here's how I did mine. They always say you get six new teams, right? That's like always the yeah. thing, six new teams in. So I have in this year for the AFC, I have Baltimore, Chargers, and Colts. And out for me are the Steelers, Titans, and the Pats. And then for the NFC, I only have two um, that I think would be in. I have the Vikings and the Saints, and I think everybody else stays the same. See, I thought, you know, it's interesting. I thought about the Vikings. I did have the Saints. The Saints are my number two. And then I had the Chargers and Broncos uh, to, to round it out. I know that's going to be tough for both of them to make the playoffs in that division, but I think so. But in the AFC, for me, it's the Colts. And in the NFC, for me, it is the Saints. So I would agree with you there, Nikki. I know D definitely thinks the Saints, but who else Who else do you think? You don't even have to ask them. Uh, no, that's why I'm not asking. I just bring it out there for them. Like, who else other than New Orleans? <laughs> Of course. I don't think that's a homer pick, though. I think it's going to be a lot. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's not. It's yeah, really not a lot. people's pick this year is going to be the Saints and the NFC. Uh, I do like the Colts. I like that pick. Like I said, I like them to be better than the Titans this year. Uh, and Matt Ryan, I feel like, will come through in those moments that Carson Wentz didn't. I don't yeah. think the Colts are going to be a Super Bowl contender with Matt Ryan, but he's better than Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. So I like the Colts pick. I like the Chargers. We've already talked about how we think they're going to be better this year. The acquisitions they've made and Brandon Staley just from last year, should mature and make better decisions this year. Uh, and I like Baltimore. Um, Baltimore last year with all the injuries. Uh, I joked that on a different podcast that they had all the stay-at-home dads came to play running back for the Ravens yeah. last year. Like they, right. <laughs> All those guys were ready to stay at home and chill, and then they got the call to come play running back for the Ravens. Uh, oh, so I think because of that, they'll get in there. And the AFC is tough, man, because you make a case for the Browns. Yeah, like that. Definitely. Oh man, yeah, it's a, it's tough, man. It's definitely you, the Broncos. You could definitely make a case for. Sure. So the AFC, Miami, maybe Miami's Miami. another team you could say. Like I yeah, agree with Nikki. I think sure. the Pats are out. I think the Steelers are out. The Titans. I'm I'm not ready to totally 
quit on them yet, but I think the Colts are going to be better. And I know that Chris is loving everything we're saying right now. <laughs> he is just adoring this conversation, smiling from ear to ear and clapping it up. <laughs> so, uh, no, but, yeah, that's – yeah, we all are pretty much in agreement there. But, yeah, I think yeah. the Saints are going to make noise. It would be interesting to see how much noise they do make if they can, you know, keep owning the Bucks the way they've been doing. But got to do it in the playoffs. That's when it really and counts. You, you guys mentioned the Vikings. The Vikings yeah. had a lot of games last year where – it was a head scratch that they lost. The Lions, yeah. Like if they don't lose those head scratching games, lost to the Cowboys with like Cooper Rush at quarterback. So if they don't lose those head scratchers, they make the playoffs last year. So maybe mm-hmm. they turn that around this year with a different coach. That's now their roster is exactly the same. Yeah. So I don't know, like if you know defensively they're going to be any good, but you know offensively they're going to have that that power there with Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Thielen. They have definitely that scoring punch. But do they overcome just those dumb mistakes they made in those games that they lost? Like the Detroit game, I remember like that last drive that Jared Goff laid, it was like he just walked into the end zone. It's like, mm-hmm. what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. You lose the game like that. Jared Goff isn't the guy who you, you should be scared of on the last second drive to come down <laughs> <laughs> and just get the game winner for you or Cooper Rush for Dallas. So they just lost some weird games last year. So I could definitely see the Vikings as well. Uh, and they maybe get a game over the Packers because the Packers won't be as good, even though they probably are still the best team in that division. Um, and then looking at the rest of the NFC, who could be a team, uh, man, NFC West is still so stacked. Yeah, like I but, think the Niners and Rams stay. I have the Cardinals out. And I have I you know, the NFC East set <laughs> two last year. I don't think that happens again. So I think one of them are out. I definitely oh, think the Cowboys out then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cowboys out. No, I, Cowboys I, are out. I definitely I agree with Arizona. I think they take a step back this year for a multitude of reasons. We'll see. And you know, they just signed their head coach and GM, and they're going to probably have to sign Kyler Murray. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see which way things turn over there. But, yeah, Nikki, I agree with a lot of the teams that you have going out this year and the teams going in. Baltimore was in there for sure. Um, yeah, but we're going to have a lot more to talk about right now. Pure speculation. That's all it is. But not much speculation going on right now with the NBA. We have four teams left. Two of them are going to meet in the finals very, very soon. Um, we'll go through this quick over here, guys. Uh, as far as the Miami Celtics series concerns, 2-2. They're going to play now game five, so it's a three-game series. And I'm listening to Canty and Carlin on ESPN. There they go again, ESPN. And they are just destroying Miami after they got their butt whipped in game four. And rightfully so, I understand that. But they were saying, but they said after game two that Boston was going to have a gentleman sweep. So I'm like, dudes, I'm like, well, what happened after game three? I'm like, okay, so Miami had a bad game, a real bad game. I'm like, but the war, I said, even before last night when the Warriors got blown out, the Warriors had bad games in these playoffs. The Phoenix Suns had bad games in these playoffs. The Milwaukee Bucks had bad games. The thing about Miami is, is that they're really banged up, and they're not deep enough now, especially when Duncan Robinson, they won't even put him on the court because he's a defensive liability. They are really banged up. If they were full health you know, or as healthy as Boston, because nobody's fully healthy, even Boston, with Marcus Smart, Al Horford, even though he played, he's still a little banged up, Williams. So it, you can say it evens out over there, but I'm not counting Miami out of this series, Damian, not yet. Is Boston the better team? Yeah. I had Miami in seven. I'm sticking to it. But it wouldn't shock me if Boston won. But even if they do, it doesn't mean that Miami's all of a sudden a bad team. They're in the Eastern Conference playoffs, and there's three games left. So I don't like them saying, oh, look what Miami is. They fall apart. They, this, that. No. They were the number one seed, and they've made it this far. So they're doing something right. 
All right. So I don't, I don't like hearing that Miami is out of it. Now they have a chance, but I know you would probably pick Boston at this point as, as many other people would, but the one game that they keep going crazy over, it's too much. And I know the Celtics have won the majority of the quarters, 14 out of 16, yada, yada, yada. I understand all that. But at the end of the day, the it's what's on the final scoreboard is what counts. No, for sure. And you can't overreact to games this year in the playoffs because for some reason, there's been a lot of lopsided matchups. I yes. don't know what exactly is going on, but teams seem not to just show up for some of these games, right? Like last night, the Warriors for three and a half quarters didn't show up. Their bench got them back into the game. Yeah. And as soon as Stars come back in, Dallas just took over again. Uh, and the night before, you mentioned Miami just didn't show up against Boston. The game before that, Boston didn't show up against Miami. Like, they just haven't had right. <laughs> consistently good games, especially in the conference finals. And you go back to the second round, Phoenix, the last two games, gets blown completely out of water by the Mavericks. Uh, so we've had few series that have actually been really good and compelling throughout. Like, Boston versus Milwaukee was good, compelling throughout the whole series. Uh, you got to go back to the first round with Phoenix versus New Orleans. That was a good series throughout pretty yeah. much. But some reason I'm interested in your take on this. Why do you think there's been so many lopsided games? Like we haven't, it's been compelling, but we haven't had truly good games throughout the playoffs. Why do you think that is? I think that there are teams that do you've played ball and many types of different ball. Sometimes you just know you're beat and that night you're not going to win pretty much no matter what you do. And I think that teams this year, for whatever reason it is, have realized that early and have been mailing it in early as opposed to trying to make a comeback. But then you see like, like the Grizzlies who were down like 30 points or whatever it is, and they make a comeback, but they're the young team. So to answer your question even more directly, it's the veteran teams who are saying, you know what? All right, let them have this game. No big deal. The younger teams like the Grizzlies and the Mavericks, are saying, I don't care what the hell we're down by. We're going to go after it as much as we can. So I don't know if that answers your question the right way, but that is my answer, basically. Yeah, no, I can see that for sure. I think the they want to have games every night, and I think that's affecting play as well. Oh, sure, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're traveling, especially between, say, games four and five, you're going from Boston to Miami, I think there mm-hmm. should be two days between games instead of one. I agree. So you have like a little bit of rest. You get better quality play. Because if you think about the last few years, the best play we've gotten in the playoffs – was in the bubble, right? Yeah, in, in the bubble, there was no travel. That's right. They didn't have to go anywhere, and we got excellent quality basketball during that time. And because there's no travel, it didn't matter if you were having games every day because they're not tired from the travel. They're playing their game, going back to the hotel. Now, of course, we don't want that bubble ever again because the reason mm-hmm. we had a bubble is because our pandemic was out of control. But you want to have something like that. You want to have that type of environment where you're getting the best basketball possible. And this conference finals, we just haven't gotten it at all. Hopefully, the finals we get it. Yeah. Or hopefully, maybe these last three games between Boston and Miami, we get quality play. Hopefully, tonight's a classic. Hopefully, uh, with Dallas and Golden State, Dallas got their one game, and I can see Golden State going ahead and finishing that off in Game Five. They're just a better team. Much and, better. Yeah, <laughs> and I just, for me, I think it showed more. Dallas didn't even expect to be here. Right, they didn't expect right. to be in the conference finals. It's true, they got past Phoenix. It was like, oh wow, oh we're here. Like yeah. we just, right, yeah, <laughs> we, really? yeah. like real. Oh, okay, we we really made it. Like it's like when they were on a road trip and they were supposed to take twelve hours. And they got there in ten. Like oh, got two extra hours. We can't check into the hotel. <laughs> yeah. What do we do? Like, like it is, it is there. It is hanging out. 
that's what it feels like with Dallas and Golden State's a team that's expected to be here and they want to win championships. And that's what you see. You see a team that's expected to win versus a team that's surprised to be there. That's just what you're seeing in that series. And Dallas, they might get one more. Like, they're going to play hard, but that series is pretty much over. So hopefully we get some classics out of Boston and Miami. I know Tyler Hero's out again tonight. And uh, Miami will have Smart and Horford tonight. So that might, you know, for Boston, excuse me, we'll have Horford and Smart. Hopefully that doesn't lead to another blowout. We'll see. But these blowouts have been a little bit too much, man. I want to enjoy playoff basketball and not just at halftime be like, yeah, I guess I'll go play 2K now. I don't want to have that feeling, you know. Now, but, you know, but speaking of that, and you brought up a good question, which I want to propose to both of you guys. You know, they got rid of the 2-3-2 series, two home games, three away, two home. Yeah. Should they go back to that because of all this travel? Because I do agree that has to take an effect. You're trapped. You're flying back and forth. You're losing sleep. You're not in your regular routine. And it's every other night you're playing and it's in a different city. And it takes three hours to fly there to whatever it is. Now you're in a hotel. Yeah, it's it's messed up. So I Nikki, I never liked the two three two. I thought that gave a big advantage to the away team in a way. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but. Now, after all this, and you know, to go to D's point, maybe having you know two home, three away, then two home would be the way to do it, as opposed to two, two, one, one, one. It's just a lot of traveling. Yeah, it is. It has to be exhausting. Like you just think about it; it's just tiring. Like physically you know, and mentally. Yeah, I, I, listen. I know they're athletes, and that's like part of it, but they're human too, right? I mean, it's, it's got to mm-hmm. be tiring. So maybe it is best to go back to that, you know, and. I mean, you make a good point with the bubble, like, <laughs> you know, not to bring it down, but like also like when everybody was remote and working from home, nobody was getting shot up. We had great like yeah. basketball going on. Like, I mean, there are advantages to it. I'm not saying like do that for, you know, the duration of playoffs, but, you know, maybe there is something to that. It's obviously got better play. So maybe they got to look at the travel. I'm maybe totally for the NBA finals, you have a neutral location. So instead of home away maybe you pick a central location like the super bowl is a different place each year yeah. nba finals could be a different yeah. place each year i, I understand always, that, I always, go ahead no good i understand that that's going to the team who has the best record isn't going to like that because you play all year to hurry up that best record so you can have home court advantage during the finals like this year it seems like the warriors are going to be the team with home court advantage but if you have a neutral location you get the best basketball so let's say yeah. you have you know, let's pick Orlando. You have Orlando where you have the NBA Finals. They go there for those two weeks, and you have two days between each game. I think we get great basketball, and it'll be just like the bubble. Like the bubble, we had some excellent games, man, like great basketball. We were getting players dropping 40 that we never heard of. Like it was just <laughs> absolutely nuts. And it would, from, it would be awesome too because then you'll have some towns – that have teams that never made the finals, maybe they get that NBA finals experience, right? New Orleans, we never made the NBA finals. Maybe you have it there one year. We get that NBA finals experience, just like the Super Bowl experience. So I think that that would be something that maybe they could look at in the future. Man, we come up with all the ideas. We, we, <laughs> we got a lot. We do. You know, yeah. I, I liked I, – I wish that they would make the – again, the playoffs is so long. It's like another season altogether. But I do wish that it was centralized in one area – for those reasons, you know, like everybody, it's like, you know, like have like a big, you know, like training camp style houses all over the place, apartment buildings, and you go play your game. It's like, you don't have to keep going all over the place. The flip side to that is 
The fans pay their hard-earned money for 82 games or half of that yeah. 41 games to go to home games, and they want to see the teams in the playoffs. And the, I totally get that, and I don't want to drip them out of that. But at the same time, I love the idea of a neutral site, like especially if you go to a game seven. Each team had three home games. All right, let's go to game seven in Vegas or L.A. or whatever it is and have a big spectacle and blow out that way for the final game. But I'm all right with it being in a neutral site, just like the Super Bowl. That's the way it should be, even though the last two seasons, the home <laughs> team won the freaking Super Bowl. Just happened to happen that way. But it didn't happen like that for what? The prior, what Super Bowl are we in now? 59, 10? I have no idea. I don't know. Where I'm <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's very rare, like you said, for the team that has the game there to have it in their home stadium. Right. But for the NBA, you could pick a central location that doesn't have a team or a central location that you know that team is going to be good. Like Orlando, we knew Orlando wasn't going to be good this year. You pick Orlando, you're like, okay, yeah. this is going to be a team that New York. our city was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. New York. You yep. in New York. Oh, imagine the NBA finals in New York. Garden? Oh That's my beautiful. God! Why isn't that a thing? Come on, NBA. Because they're not listening to us. Oh, they are, but they're not giving us credit. But this will all happen eventually in the next year or two. Yeah, it will. you know, yeah. baseball I, should do that too. While they're at it, go to a neutral. Yeah, just go. Yeah, that'll that'll be pretty dope. Like with baseball, because with spring training is pretty dope. Like for somebody like me right. here in Arizona to see the Chicago Cubs come out here yeah. and do that. Like. So that could be pretty dope for baseball as well. So they should look at that. I don't know if you could do it for the full playoffs because I think that the players would get stir crazy being in one location for Probably. two and a half, three months. Like in the bubble. In the bubble, they got stir crazy. And yeah. you can see that people were ready to get out of there. So I think if you do it for the NBA Finals itself, those two weeks, central location, Vegas, New York, somewhere like that, I could definitely see that working out. So that's interesting right there. I think that would bring better basketball. Yeah, I do too. I agree. I think the travel plays a really big part in that. There's no doubt about it. No doubt. So we will see. Yeah. So games, uh, game is on tonight. I'm very much looking forward to it. I've been pretty good with my predictions lately. I think I got to go with Boston tonight. I think they're just too healthy. I think they are starting to feel that momentum going their direction. So I'm going to go with Boston. Um, I originally picked Miami. I have Miami, Golden State. I have no doubt that Golden State will win. There's no way they're going from 3-0 down. But if any team knows how to lose from a big, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> three games to one NBA Finals, LeBron James, how you doing? Uh, Golden State don't want that to happen again. So we will see. But here they are again, Golden State back in the Finals again. Like It seems like all these years later. But if they get there this year again, they get six out of the last eight that this team has been to. That's unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> that's really amazing. That goes to show you how great Steph Curry is, but that's another whole episode we can get into. The game's about to start. Let's do our shout outs, our get outs, and what we are doing lately. Nikki, what is happening? I was actually scrolling through. I saw Below Deck was on. I scrolled right past it. <laughs> well, that is a mistake on your part, but okay. <laughs> I'd be the first person she turned probably would. without a doubt. I'd be the first person. I'm finished. She wouldn't, she'd be like, you know what? Let's pause his ass for a while. Give him like a week to think about what he's saying. Yep. <laughs> uh, sure. So what is on? What should I be watching? Oh, uh, well, tonight, actually, we're going to wrap up quick enough. Um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So I will be live tweeting that in about 10 minutes or so. Um, Let's see. I did, um, Nathan and I did a segment together on Friday night, which was really, really, really good. We had a yeah. lot of fun. 
A lot of viewers jumped in, asked questions. So that was awesome. You can catch me on a special, and I mean special, Monday night appearance on the Sports Report. I will be on at 10 o'clock, and I did tell them that is creeping on my bedtime. So <laughs> be on their podcast for probably go on for about a half hour. So that is going to be a special Memorial Day uh, guest spot for me. Nice. Um, big things going on behind the scenes that I have to fill my partners in on when we get off of here. But everybody stay tuned because I do... I know I tease it a lot, but there's a lot of red tape with some stuff, but we do have really big things coming down the pipe. Um, and then you guys can find me on Twitter, TikTok now, and Instagram oh. at Nikki Nick9384. Um, yeah, that's it for the week. I'm I'm pooped after this. I'm pretty <laughs> tired. Right. Feed the woman and send her to bed. Yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's all we gotta do. D, you're staying busy as ever, man. What what's next on the docket? Yeah, man, trying to stay busy. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at the Real Deal WDA. Uh, Nikki is joining me on the dark side of being active on social media now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you definitely can find me there. I'm going to be creating content, doing videos. Uh, people got to get a good kick out of my 1 800 dunked on video that I did after Luka Doncic got dunked on. By, uh, oh, I loved it. That was that was excellent. Your 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 head popping out from the lower right hand side. I'm like, oh, that's freaking great. I love <laughs> so people got to kick out of that. So I'll be doing more stuff like that, creating content like that. Um, I have a series I'm going to be starting tomorrow where I'm going to be doing a team a day in the NBA, talking about what they should do going forward to get better. So mm. I'll start with the Houston Rockets. I'm gonna go from the bottom to the top. So by the time I get to the teams that's in the playoffs now, the season will be over with. And I'll be able to talk about those teams as well. So I'll start that tomorrow. So again, follow me on social media to get those videos. It'll be on TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. Uh, my podcast is called The Real Deal with Damian Adams. We just dropped a new episode yesterday uh, with my man Chris Negron. Uh, he's his MMA mind and UFC mind and boxing mind is absolutely nuts. Uh, one of the few people that I think probably knows more about boxing than I do. Like just his knowledge is crazy, and he drops it all on my episode. So please go check that out if you are a boxing MMA fan. He's also a big OKC Thunder and Baltimore Ravens fan, which we talk about a little bit on the show as well. So we did that yesterday. I'll be dropping episodes at least twice a week of my podcast and more articles to come on 33podcast.com as well. Boxing, football, basketball, we'll be dropping all those. So it's a lot of content, man. So like I always say, get that good content in your life. Keep it in there. It drops your cholesterol. It keeps your <laughs> blood pressure down. It keeps you in good standing. So after you listen to our podcast, go subscribe to mine, The Real Deal with Damian Adams, and then go to the website, get our deals, Meatworks, Reebok, Beer Drop, and check out our articles as well. Uh, Jason did a great one ranking the top 10 players in the NBA. Very good list. And I like how with his list, it was hard to argue against. Because he does such a great job of explaining why he puts players <laughs> in that position. Yeah. So I love Thanks. that. Thanks. Nikki's latest article was very good as well. Please go check that out. Uh, it's the over-under predictions. I like. I might be putting some money on the ones that Nikki put out there. Oh, so I'm, <laughs> so we're gonna be we're gonna see how that goes. Uh, so please go check it out. But I know it's a laundry list of things I just said. So just follow me on social media and you'll, <laughs> you'll get access to all the stuff I just said. You see, that's the thing. You guys listening to D right now, you're like, how is that possible that he does all that? Well, he is – this is the superpower that D has. Yes. He has more than 24 hours in a day. <laughs> yes, he does. He, how do you do that? Give me some. 
Exactly. <laughs> he gets more hours in a day than the rest of us mortals are allowed to. Yeah. So this is the way he gets it done. That's his I already story. have niggas number four. I have duplication. So this, this isn't the real right. me. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the third version of me right now talking. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> Wonder where he got all that energy from. He was taking a nap before the show and I got up. <laughs> right? Bam, there we like, go. Send the third clone in. Right? <laughs> Robot wake. That's it. Artificial intelligence. That'll take us all down. Oh, man. All right. I am Sports Profit One on Twitter. You can follow me there and nowhere else. I can't do TikTok. Only when I'm looking at the clock. That's it on this show. Bottom line, Jason Fearman here for you. Power 32 podcast is coming out sporadically. Like when I had L.A. and Courtney on, a beautiful thing. Of course, Nikki and D have been on the show, will be on the show continuously, especially as we get toward football season. But for now... For this show, for this Wednesday Night Live edition of the of the Third and Three podcast, we are out, and we'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. Later. <laughs> <laughs>